WWE. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 160 of Let's Talk WWE. What a show we have for you today. Honestly, it was a slow it was a slow week for news. We were going to talk about Ronda Rousey, um, you know, Seth and Drew and things, but today has been like lightning in a bottle in WWE with a whole bunch of news and releases to get through. But who better to do that with than Mr. Lee Baker? How are you doing, Lee? Do you know what? Here with me eating an Easter egg and chilling, having a cup of tea. And all of a sudden, my newsfeed around about, I would say, 7.45 British Standard Time just starts going absolutely nuts. And here we are. It's, it's funny to think that, you know, last time we talked about big news, Kurt Angle came back to do a match at TLC and it's episode 160 and there's been this news drop, which obviously you're going to tell the, uh, the community about right now. Yeah, so um, listeners, basically uh, what's happened today is Vince McMahon held a call with shareholders that lasted a little under five minutes and that was that cuts were coming to the WWE and there was going to be a lot of cuts um, to restructure the business and to trim down um, on-screen talent and backstage areas and basically that was the fruit of the call. And we've started to get the list through now, and we're starting to get some notes through. So there has been some releases from WWE today, and they include, in regards to on-screen talent, i.e. wrestlers, um, female superstar Sarah Logan, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, EC3, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Heath Slater, Eric Young, and Leo Rush have been released from the WWE before we move on to the non-talent, Lee, um, your thoughts on the wrestlers? It's crazy because, like I say, Drake Maverick, Kurt Hawkins, Carl Anderson, Luke Garris are the big ones um, because they originally signed a five-year deal to obviously stay with the company. They were part of the main event of WrestleMania Night 1 and they've been let go. I mean, that's just absolutely incredible. Uh, Incredible to believe. Obviously, Heath later now can't be a world champion. At least in WWE, Eric Young, Rowan, Sarah Logan, as you well, mentioned. You I mean, with Heath, he's he's got to be optimistic. He was the only one that stayed with the brand, whereas the other two left, came back and were WWE champions. All he's got to do is cut his hair, lose that southern accent, come back a bit muscly than what he was before, and he's on the roll. <laughs> yeah, then it happens, right? Um, Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis. Um, they've been wanting to leave since they signed their five-year deal. Well, sorry for Maria Canellis being pregnant at the time. EC3 is a huge name. Um, that's someone that's been very much mistreated when he got to WWE. Aiden English, as you mentioned, Leo Rush. Good thing with Leo is he's young, so he's obviously got a bright future. And Primo and Epico. But it's, it's just mad. Absolutely Crazy. It's just, it is unfortunate that horrible time at the moment, which there is so much uncertainty. It really is. Mm, definitely. Um, I mean, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, that, again, that is absolutely huge because, again, they were a part of that WrestleMania main event. 
We know AJ isn't going to be on TV for a while. We'll see how long that lasts. But um, it's just stunning. I mean, I was actually shocked that... Lee, I just don't understand. How the hell has Lana and Carmella still got a job in the WWE? (laughs) I just do not understand it. I mean, Lana surely has to admit that I can't wrestle. I'm here for my looks only. That's it. Nothing else. There's no other reason. Carmella, it's just by association, I think, these days. Because she she knows one move and it's a kick. That's it. And it's just, I just don't understand how these two, you know, when I said, when we spoke about cuts last time, I said Dana's probably next on the chopping block, but she's actually worked hard, trained, got good, and really given it shows a passion. Carmilla's doing the same act she did when they were, you know, when they started the, um, when they restarted the SmackDown Women's Championship that Becky initially won. Carmella was still doing the same act with the same one move. She's still there. Lana's not doing anything. But I mean, it's just insane when you consider that WWE is. I mean, you just look at some of the stuff that they've saying. I mean, recently WWE. You know, they've said so many times in the last month that they were the one company in MMA, wrestling and boxing best equipped to ride this out based on TV deals, cash on hand and lack of debt. So they should have been able to cover it. But, you know, with the rumoured 500 million cash reserves that this company <clears throat> have, they're just giving themselves some really, really bad, you know, like publicity, <laughs> especially during this period of time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's very widely reported. I mean, just kind of for everybody that's listening um, to this podcast, at the time of recording, uh, current trends on Twitter is Vince McMahon at nearly 25,000. Obviously, understandably, the wrestlers themselves are as well. Obviously, some of the off, you know, know, not on camera wrestlers, which obviously you're going to bring up as well, are still going to be discussed later on. But... It is. It's just crazy because you think they come out. WWE is allowed to be known as a central business in Florida. Other wrestling companies are as well. Magically, twenty millions arrived in Florida. It, it's not been the greatest for them. Um, I understand why they're doing it. A business, any business would want to be able to keep going in that. But this is. This is almost where the, where, where the cards have fallen isn't correct to the position of where they are and what they should be doing. Definitely. Yeah. And then when we move on from on-screen talent, yes, I, I read an initial list from a website, and then obviously you added Mike and Marie Canellas who were added to that list. Producers, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Pat Buck, Fit Finley, Sean, uh, Sean Davari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Helms, Lance Storm, and the biggest of them all, WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle. It's crazy. How much is Kurt Angle on? That would be my philosophy on it. Say that again. It's it's just, you know, some of the people said Bray Wyatt recently has just put on Twitter that it's yuck because obviously his dad now has been let go. Um, Billy Kidman's been there, what, since 2005? A long time. There's a lot of people that's been there a long time. And it's weird because I was chatting to somebody else just before we went on the show. And this person is a conspiracy theorist. 
um, at best, you know, when he talks and he's saying that this is WWE's way of flooding AEW because if you remember Cody Rhodes came out and said, you know, that uh, the percentage from WWE to, to independent, there was a big discussion with Cody and a fan on that on Twitter um, when somebody listed all the WWE X talent they had and then Cody replied with obviously all the on-screen talent they've got from the independent scene and then it was highlighted backstage because all these guys now are going to use their contacts and partnerships to try and get to AEW. Um, but, yeah, it was ridiculous that it was a deliberate thing. I mean, this is just... I mean, I can't even say it's at this. If you're going to release the people, that's fine. But wait till this is over. Yeah, well, we've got another one. Zach Ryder's now gone. <laughs> oh, wow. Zach Ryder. It, it's, 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 he's been around for 15 years in the company. You know, you, that I was always of the belief that, you know, loyalty should always be rewarded. But clearly, loyalty doesn't mean absolute jack shit when there's money involved with um, WWE at the moment. You know, you think um, Chelsea Green's the, I think, fiancé of Zack Ryder. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that's been thrown in. I mean, what's, you know, what's going to happen about people in WWE NXT UK, let alone NXT? I think what WWE are doing, or what Vince is thinking, is the talent that he doesn't use that have been around for a long period of time. They feel like other companies won't be able to build them up. But when you have a lot of younger talent that's hungry, they're probably looking at that thinking, we can keep them. But you have to remember that NXT superstars in the UK are on 22, 25,000 a year um, with non-compete clauses. It was 20,000, then it went up to 25 with non-compete clauses. But... People like Zack Ryder and Luke Gallows and that, they're in the, the, the six digits, you know, 100,000, 200,000 a year. And you base that just on the on-screen talent and producers that WWE have released today. They've, they've probably saved themselves, what, two, three million a year? Yeah. yeah. And pennies, it's pennies to WWE. At least wait, you know, you should at least have the opportunity or the decency to turn around to say to these people, and I may be wrong, if they've, if, the, if all these people have asked for a release and WWE have granted it, then okay, that's fine. Um, but at least do it privately. Say, look, we're going to grant you a release. We're going to pay you up until fine. I can do that. But no way Jose has gone now as well oh, as we uh, live on air so um, I think <laughs> you really got to congratulate New Japan Pro Wrestling and um, I think AEW do it as well may, uh, about having um, guaranteed contracts for all yeah, time so, yeah so uh, AEW's is basically if you sign so they, they basically do different deals, which is if you sign with them, then, yeah, they'll pay. You know, uh, I think Will Ospreay from New Japan was saying stuff like that as well. Um, but even New Japan was like, you know, whilst you're unable to wrestle for us, if you want to do independent stuff, you can. So there's a lot of flexibility there as well, allowing them the ability to work and make money. So I think Will, at the moment in the UK, because obviously he did the rest of talk show, um, but, yeah, AEW at the minute, being really sensible. I mean, they, they're paying for Jake Roberts to stay in a hotel, 
You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Yeah, it's absolutely in crazy. You know. I mean, just to hear, like, this is... It's, it's that horrible thing of, I, I'm just literally looking, this is such a horrible thing to say, but looking to see who else is on this, because it is just like, you know, you've got different channels at the moment that are talking about, you know, their favourite wrestlers going, obviously, we we were just, as you said, something, just going to do a podcast about what was going on, you know, we've drew and kind of covered raw storylines and Ronda Rousey's of a vocal social tweet, it it just seems absolute. And even WW2K21 may be cancelled. Well, I mean, an updated list for <laughs> listeners. This is happening live as we're talking. But in terms of an updated list, in terms of talent that you're aware of, this is not including backstage. Aiden English, Kurt Hawkins, Drake Maverick, EC3, Epico Cologne, Eric Young, Heath Slater, Carl Anderson, Kurt Angle, Leo Rush, Luke Gallows, Mike Kyoto, Micah Maria Canellis, Norway Jose, Primo Cologne, Rowan, Sarah Logan, and Zack Ryder. <laughs> I've even got I've even got like people I haven't spoke to in ages message me going, dude, have you seen that you know WWE just killed loads of wrestlers? Mm. Everybody's saying now, uh, I hope that Heath Slater returns to WWE in a few years, Jack to the Gills for his world title run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it's, do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if Kyrie Sane is added to that list. I think WWE will go, right, we'll just let go of you. You know, it's just... It'll be interesting to see how they do it backstage because so many people have gone now. And, you know, Fit Finley is... Morale's going to suck. You know, it's just... He's... He's such an advocate for the women in the industry. And, you know, Rousey gave a big thank you to him. Becky wouldn't be where she was if it wasn't for him. Charlotte wouldn't be the big 10 player that she is. But I think people forget that of all the McMahons, the biggest cutthroat isn't Vince, it's Linda. She is an absolute cutthroat. And she's got a lot more to say about WWE. And she, do you know what it is, Lee? I'll be honest with you. I feel, and this was another story, listeners. I know. Things, you know, we'll update if there's been any more releases during the episode. But the other big story today, which kind of links into this, again, conspiracy theory, is that, um, oh, and this is a this is a movie in itself. So WWE uh, were unable to, Florida's under a state of lockdown. That's where the performance center is. WWE yeah. can't film live. Out of the blue, WWE um, are classed as essential business. So they're in the same category as hospitals and law enforcement and supermarkets and the internet went into massive uproar because what this basically means is WWE is allowed to start filming live again and their talent can travel to film live again now at first we were thinking what and we were jo- everyone was joking around that oh, WWE bribed someone WWE bribed someone and then it comes out that um, WWE paid the Florida State a 20 million um $20 million, like, what do you call it, donation towards elections and presidential campaigns, which you can do publicly. But it happened 24 hours before they got made essential. And then on top of that, the Florida state governor and Vince McMahon are both pally-pally with Donald Trump. And Vince is also on the advisory board to help restart the economy, believe it or not, yeah, along with other heads of sports. But Dana White's now been added. It's such 
a crazy conspiracy because it just makes me think WWE just trying to recoup that 20 million <laughs> by sacking everyone and making that 20 but million. They had, they had 500 million in back, you know what I mean? Like, is in a back pay? And you just go, I mean, you know, I was just. That's cash reservely. That's not including. Vince McMahon's money. That's not including. That's not even Vince's money. That's not even Linda's money. No, that's it's not money. That's just, not even shareholders. Do shareholders get their dividends? They've got five hundred million dollars sitting in a bank, untouched, to use on whatever they like. I mean, wow. just going, okay, so go down this list of roster. Then Adam Cole would be fine. AJ's fine. Akam, Akira Tozawa, yes. Bliss, yes. Alexandra Wolf, concerns. I mean, it's NXT UK. Um, that's just. I, I think that will come, you know, instead of going for this, I think, I, think Vince will tell I think Vince will tell Triple H, you need to make some cuts, mate. Yeah. But it seems to me like it's mainly Bo Dallas is raw, going. raw SmackDown talent, if you know what I mean, to make yeah. space for a lot of them. Because the thing is, it's weird. It's like WWE do this. People forget that, yeah, it's great when WWE bring up NXT talent, but you can't have too many people. There's only so many people you can do when you're not doing house shows. And you're not doing this stuff. You need to get rid of talent. And it's like these guys are making space for your next crop of NXT UK and NXT and Performance Centre people, you know, to come into the main brand, really, and mm. go from there. But, you know, I mean, what's your thoughts on, obviously, WWE being classed as essential now and being able to film live each week? It's It's the funniest thing that, you know... I don't see it as essential. If you said that Netflix was going to close down, as an example here, in terms of content or whatever, and people can live stream what they wanted to see, to me, that digital platform is essential because obviously that's going to appeal to way more people than just wrestling fans. And, you know, Wrestling fans are very similar to kind of any culture or any kind of form of interest, whether it be Magic the Gathering, whether it be a comic book reading, whether it be Guardian, whether it be, um, you know, the Premier League. I mean, the Premier League isn't being dubbed as essential for Pete's sake. Mm. You know, it's, and it, it's just stuff like that. And, like, am I watching Raw and SmackDown? No. Am I watching the highlights? Yes. The reason why I'm watching the highlights is just to see kind of what they're doing not being invested into the actual product and the perfect time for them to be restocked or pre-recorded was after wrestlemania and now people have obviously lost their jobs because of ill-formed decisions really i mean yeah. even sports talking about it in the uk you know it's there's currently now other media platforms that are talking about what's going on because there's this conspiracy theory. Mm, definitely. And it's just, it's just so crazy because I, I think about Zack Ryder and I think about everything he did for the business to, you know, that what WWE want you to do, he did. And WWE just underutilized them. It's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? And then when they finally got to him, it was too late, you know, and then it was the same with, Rusev, it's not just the, the superstars' fault, it's the, it's, it's the company's fault as well, you know, for not getting this talent where they should be. The talent do everything they can when they want to, but it's just to show, again, the signs of what... It's, it's not all, like, you know, 
roses and fields in the WWE. It's really, really cutthroat, really political, really bad. And I know this landscape is really dangerous, but this is a case of protecting shareholding prices. And, and I, say, I say this to everyone, Vince should have sold up when they announced the new TV deals, when the business was, you know, valued at like $3.8 billion. You know, when it went up to $90 a share, he should have sold then. And he should have put things in place where he had a three-year plan to leave. Stephanie, Triple H, and everyone was solidified. And things like that. But he's the company, from when that TV deal was announced, and we were glowingly that it was a billion a year per business, and how much the company was worth, and how powerful they're going to get to, all of a sudden it's just you are a third you've lost a half of that valuation in a year and a half. You have just cut 20, 30 talent and people from your business during a global pandemic. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's it, it's that thing of, you know, if you're, we've seen already, like if you're a company, obviously they don't just get rid of, people like little bits they get rid of basically everybody so then it's you know it's a company decision to save money for the company but yeah it's um i mean what else more can you say like it is just Mm. baffling Uh, nothing the good news is at the moment nothing else has dropped other than Uh, well there's a lot of people and reports saying that another wave is incoming um, from WWE of non-talent and wrestlers, but we also want to highlight the people who inevitably would have been cut in Stanford, Connecticut, in the offices and in headquarters. These are the names that we won't know about that made WWE tick behind the scenes. I can imagine yeah. there would have been a huge percentage of cuts there as well. You know, so it is a shame there is going to be more names. I'm pretty sure Lee, when we talk when we're on episode 161, this list I'm going to call it now. It'll be double the length. This list, yeah. what we've just read. What did we read? 17 names? So let me just list off at least the wrestlers once again then. I'm just going to do a quick re. How about that? I'm doing a quick refresh. That's crazy. Sure. I mean, to be fair, other sources have actually been quicker about responding than actually WWE themselves have. So WWE's key ones that they've obviously talked about is Kurt Angle, Drake Maverick, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Kyle Anderson, Luke Gallows, Heath Slater, Eric Young, Rowan, Sarah Logan, No Way Jose, Mike Kyoda, Mike Kanellis, Maria Kanellis, EC3, Aiden English, Leo Rush, Primo, and Epico. So that alone's 19. Hmm. That's, ex- you know what I mean? That's excluding anybody internal. Mm. So, I mean, a business update from WWE's just gone up, which is reducing executive and board member compensation reducing not taking away so they're still going to be compensated right decreasing operating expenses cutting talent expenses third party staffing and consulting so deferring spend on the build out of the company's new headquarters for at least six months you just Um, said interestingly um uh, expenses for traveling wrestlers and stuff not being funny you decided to not go. Li- Sorry, you decided to go live. Of course, expenses are going to be high. 
<laughs> and they've also identified headcount reductions and made the decision to furlough a, po- a portion of its workforce effective immediately. So they want to keep some of them, but obviously not be able to pay them the salaries that they can. Um, so they're quite so. For example, for me, that might be a cut angle where they're probably like, we'll, we'll do this, but we'll pay you this on the side, right? Hmm. So, I mean, I could be wrong by saying that. Um, I've just checked WWE. Ironically, I've just checked WWE at WWE Kurt Angle's Twitter, and all WWE now has been removed, and uh, bookings are up there as well. It's going to be the same with everything. Everybody's going to be the same things, and I wouldn't be surprised if in season three of Dark Side of the Ring, this is yeah. today, will be an episode on the WWE about it. Um, it's a horrible day, listeners. Obviously, something to do if you are on social media and you are on twitter go to drake mavericks watch his video you see what it means to some of them leo rush has posted up a statement um a lot of on-screen talent and um people within the business and within the wrestling industry as a whole are talking about it but this is the reason why you don't see a kenny omega or a will osprey or anyone in wwe because of this sort of political cutthroat because I don't understand how um, Vince or Shane's two million a year salary can't be cut by five hundred thousand and pay for five or six of those talents. You know, it's just one of those things that WWE are going to do, right? They don't. The rich don't care. <laughs> the rich will get richer. That's what they say. So, yeah, Lee, a sad day on Let's Talk WWE. A sad day in the wrestling world. Obviously, a lot of people are being cut, and again, we'll be back obviously next week with a bigger list more than likely indeed uh, hopefully it won't but as you rightfully said you know excess fails obviously been filed for bankruptcy um, you know everything politically is going mad the brought back legends and here we are now talking about the unhappy, uh, unhappy news of everything that's gone on I don't think there's anything else more to say in that case listeners um as normal, stay home, stay safe, watch the WWE Network, watch wrestling if that's what gets you through your pastime, but just stay home, stay safe. We will be back next week for episode 161, where hopefully, prayfully, we don't have to talk about double the amount of cuts, but we'll see what happens. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone.